This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, What Caused People to Listen to Jesus? It's from Matthew chapter 4, verses 23 through chapter 5, verse 2. Oh, if only I could have been there. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them. Okay, so we've recently looked at Islam and something about Muhammad. Last week, I taught about the person of Joseph Smith and uh, the LDS Church, and then we'll be um, also podcasting on that. But you can't help then but think about how different Jesus was, indeed how different he is. So this setting for Jesus on a hillside overlooking the Sea of Galilee was spacious enough for many to gather and listen as he addressed his disciples. You see, word was out about him. Not only was his teaching like none the people had heard from the teachers of the synagogues, but Jesus was healing people everywhere he went. And unlike the religious leaders, the people knew Jesus didn't hold himself aloof or act superior. Rather, he enjoyed people, and they enjoyed him. Matthew explains, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people, who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and healed them. Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Wow, already Jesus has this amazing following, and people just want to be near him. You see, Jesus' manner was open and approachable. In fact, the Son of God had such charisma that people would sit three days straight without food just to hear his riveting words. Jesus was the man for others. He kept himself free for the other person. He would accept almost anybody's invitation to dinner, and as a result, no public figure had a more diverse list of friends ranging from rich people, Roman centurions, and Pharisees to tax collectors, prostitutes, and leprosy victims. But on this afternoon, Jesus the rabbi, the teacher, sat down to teach the disciples, specifically the 12 men he had chosen to follow him. But with his mastery of the Jewish scriptures, many other were get, others came and followed and gathered around to hear what he had to say. He signals his intent to deliver an important message, an inspired message, by sitting down, as was the custom of the day, for rabbis. I'm so taken by the crowds that followed after Jesus. Why did folks find Jesus' teaching and his touch so attractive when so many today want nothing to do with the Christian church or even Christians? I've been bothered by that for a long time. But I guess Jesus is even more bothered, right?
when people ask me what religion I am, I usually say, oh, well, I'm not really religious. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, but I'm not religious. You see, even to say I'm a Christian in my mind, which I am proud to be, has been so watered down and devalued. Did Diedrich Bonhoeffer have a thought when he talked about religionless Christianity? I think he did. As we look over the next three chapters of Matthew, kind of rescanning them, the Sermon on the Mount, they form the core of Jesus' teaching, including so much of value for you and me to get to know Jesus, his heart, and his mind. My friend, I pray that you will come to his teaching with a rabid desire to know the Messiah for yourself. Do not miss the opportunity to encounter the dearest friend you'll ever know. Discover for yourself what caused the throngs to crowd around the disciples to hear everything that Jesus had to tell them. So once again, take a look at Matthew chapter 4, starting in verse 23 up to Matthew 5, verse 2. But you know what? It might catch you, and you might just keep on reading into Matthew chapter 5.